0: Welcome to the Honest, Holistic Truth, a health and wellness podcast with Stacy and Autumn. With us, you will get the honest, unapologetic truth about diet, exercise, lifestyle choices, sustainability, supplementation, family, holistic health, and more. We don't pull any punches, so if you are ready for the ride, warm up your herbal tea, grab your favorite seat, and get ready to take notes because we are jumping into it. As always... Advice and recommendations given on this podcast or in a personal consultation by phone, email, online, or otherwise is at the client's sole discretion and risk. You should see a qualified licensed doctor before beginning any diet, nutritional, or supplement program. Information presented on this podcast is not to be interpreted as an attempt to prescribe or practice medicine. Statements and information on this podcast have not been evaluated Food and Drug Administration. No product offerings or services are intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease. You should always consult with a competent, fully informed medical professional or health practitioner when making decisions for your health. You are advised to investigate and educate yourself about any health-related actions and choices you make. Hello, welcome to season one, episode one of the Honest Solistic Truth Podcast. Um, Real quick, just a disclaimer for everyone, advice and recommendations given on this podcast or in a personal consultation by phone, email, online or otherwise is at the client's sole discretion and risk. You should see a qualified licensed doctor before beginning any diet, nutritional or supplement program. Information presented on this podcast is not to be interpreted As an attempt to prescribe or practice medicine, statements and information on this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. No product offerings or services are intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease. You should always consult with a competent, fully informed medical professional or health practitioner when making decisions for your health. You are advised to investigate and educate yourself about any health-related actions and choices you make. I am Stacy Menser, and this is my co-host Autumn McDonald and today we're going to talk to you a bit about what brought both of us um, in our holistic health journey um, just to kind of give you some background and stuff and um, why this is so important to us but also to the rest of you as well. So I'm going to turn it over to Autumn and she is going to... Um, chat with you about her personal journey and what brought her to this, uh, to a holistic lifestyle.
1: All right. So basically for me, um, I went to nursing school back in 2012. Um, Clearly went to nursing school, wanted to help people fully believed in Western medicine um, and what that had to offer. Um, Fast forward, I'll skip a bunch of stuff. (laughs) 2020, COVID hit everyone, obviously. Um, we got sick in, I believe it was the fall of 2020. Uh, very mild symptoms, wasn't anything severe for us anyway. Um, after everything kind of cleared up for us, two weeks or so passed and um, I just knew something was wrong. I started having some severe digestive issues. I won't go into a whole lot of detail there. <laughs> um, just I knew something was wrong. My body was screaming at me. It didn't feel normal. Something, something was just very wrong. Um, called my general practitioner. Um, she ran me through the ringer with tests, CT scans, blood work, stool samples, the whole nine yards. Basically, she told me um, that I had just a bacterial infection in my colon. Um, Gave me a bunch of antibiotics, gave me steroids. Even after a month of doing all of that, um, it it did not clear up. Started doing some research on my own. um, Changed my diet because I had to, basically. So clearly, when you have digestive issues, you start getting rid of food groups, um, foods that irritate you, foods that seem to exacerbate symptoms. Got in with a functional medicine doctor who kind of turned me on to the holistic view of things. Um, I did get in with a GI doctor, but because of COVID and how behind everything was as far as people getting in for routine tests at hospitals and things. I didn't go, uh, I wasn't able to go in to get a colonoscopy to check everything out until July of 2021. Um, a while before I got on, got in for my colonoscopy. So during that process, I came across medical medium information. Uh, you can look up his information if you want. That's the information I used to heal and am still using to heal, uh, Based and- on what
0: you had found, did you um did you have a diagnosis in mind or a group of diagnosis that you figured what it was? Or were you just totally kind of um going off of what
1: so what- because initially my my GP had sent me in for a CT scan and and when they got the results from my CT scan, they said that it showed no inflammation in my colon. So according to my GP, it ruled out any kind of IBD. So we don't know if and IBD stands for irritable bowel disease. Okay. Um, so I specifically had asked her because of my knowledge with my nursing background, I said, do you think this is irritable bowel disease? I didn't realize you could just randomly get this. Sure. And she said, no, your CT scan was clear. So she literally thought I ate something bad. I had food poisoning, something like that. Cause it happened right after the holidays, you know, right after Thanksgiving.
0: And to clarify, you had never had any issues with your gut before this, like, you know, past, like you said, like a stomach bug or something like that. You'd never had any major issues before this, correct?
1: I had never had any digestive issues. I mean, I, I guess normal you know occasional gas occasional constipation nothing out of the norm nothing as severe as what I was experiencing at this point in time sure um so basically I I just started like following people on Instagram you know when you're when you're in a survival type mode and you're trying to figure out what's going on and you don't know what's going on and your doctors don't know what's going on. You start researching yourself. Don't yes. suggest it. <laughs> I think- and, but no, that's,
0: that's absolutely true. Like, I mean, cause I'm still in practice and I see that all the time and I think it's so important that people um, empower themselves with knowledge um, because you know your body better than anybody else. Like, like you're saying, like, you're like, this is not right. Like, this is past what is like a normal abnormal. And I mean, I think that's really important that we come armed with information. Granted, there are those places, as you know, you know, web everything or whatever, not okay. But, um... You need to be mindful when you're looking up information, who's putting it out, who's writing it, you know, and, and where's it coming from? So absolutely. I mean, I, I think that's, that's great, but it does come with a caution.
1: Yeah. Double-edged sword. Like you said, you don't want to, you don't want to Google your symptoms. You don't want to web MD your symptoms. You want to know your source. Um, but it is a rabbit hole process. You kind of, there's, you can find anything and everything on Google, you can find pros, cons, the whole nine yards. Um, I basically just went with my gut intuition comment, you know, what, what sounded reasonable, what made sense and what sounded logical. And, and that's what I went with. Um, so I changed my diet. I, I cut out a bunch of foods that medical medium says to cut out. Um, he has a whole no food list. That's basically what I did. And I seen improvements in my symptoms. So fast forward to July of 2021. So at this point, I had been dealing with my digestive issues for eight months with no answers. Um, actually, let's back up. <laughs> so in February of 2021, so this had been two or three months after my initial symptoms started. And my GP basically was like, I'm referring you to GI because I don't know what to do for you at this point. Um, I went to a functional medicine doctor down in Jeff City, and she took a bunch of stool samples and blood work from me, and everything came back fine. I did have some nutritional deficiencies, which is pretty normal for most of us, you know, yes. general population these days. But one of the the stool sample tests, um, they test for calprotectin, which is a inflammatory marker that they can test for in your blood or your stool. Mine was in my stool. Normal is less than 100 and mine was 2239. Wow. Anything over 150 is very indicative of irritable bowel disease. It's it doesn't point to Crohn's or ulcerative colitis. There's kind of there's two different diseases when there's more than two, but two main ones with IBD are UC and Crohn's. So she pretty much told me in February, I'm, I'm 99% sure you have IBD. We just don't know which one it is. And we won't until you have your colonoscopy in July. So basically from February to July, I, I, I knew I pretty much had IBD, um,
0: and I was did you just, change anything like from that time, like whenever you got that like definite like, hey, you probably definitely have this category. did you mm-hmm. change anything that you were currently doing to gear your treatment to- specifically towards that disease process?
1: It was all trial and error at that point. All I sure. knew was there were certain foods that severely made it worse um made my symptoms way more severe. And then there were items that didn't make it so severe. So at that point in time, I basically was just eating what I thought was a healthy diet. So a lean protein, veggies, fruits, things like that. But as you know, with IBD, especially when you're in a flare, high fiber, just, it's not pretty. Right. (laughs) So
0: but Basically. that is kind of the case. Like I think that is kind of the case with most GI stuff, though, is so much of it is trial and error, like, um, you know, like, I don't have a gallbladder, there's certain things that I can eat or can't eat. And that's not necessarily the case with every single person that doesn't have a gallbladder. So yeah. you're, you're right, I think no matter even if you do have that diagnosis, you still have to be aware.
1: Yeah, you're in the dark, you don't, it was almost as if I woke up. <laughs> one morning i mean literally this is how my symptoms started it was november 29th of 2020 i woke up and had symptoms the the day before i was totally fine woke up november 29th and blood mucus the whole nine yards it was like i got hit with a freight train and i woke up in a completely different body crazy the it was it was the scariest thing i think i've ever been through in my life so you know going from Not having any issues, not having to worry about digestive health, not really knowing anything about nutrition, not, you know what I mean? Like we're not taught, I, I, in nursing school, I did a self-paced online nutrition course. Yeah. Is that what I
0: didn't, I did not have, I did not have an in-depth nutrition class until I was um, doing prerequisites for my RN. So yeah, as an LPN, it's, it's kind of, you touch on it and then there's not a whole lot. You're right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So basically, at that point, I was like, "Western medicine's gonna save me. I'm gonna get into a GI doctor. I'm gonna have a colonoscopy. They're gonna give me some medicine, and it's all gonna go away. I just have to make it till July. Make it to July. Have my colonoscopy. They say yes, you have ulcerative colitis. We think it's just in your rectum. It hasn't reached your your colon yet. And I was kind of blown away because my symptoms were were bad. You know. Yeah. Uh, she sent me home with mesalamine, steroids, steroid enemas, um the whole 9 yard kind of like the starter yeah. pack abd. Uh, I started it and it improved my symptoms a little and meantime I was still doing my my diet. I told her what I was doing diet wise and she said diet doesn't matter. <laughs> Which blows me away. You have a, a disease process in your colon, but how does diet not matter? Absolutely. But that's the Western medical model. They, they get a disease, they diagnose you with a disease process, and then they're taught these drugs treat this disease. That's all they know. They don't know anything else outside that realm.
0: It's a reactive sick model, not a prevention.
1: Exactly. Thank you, big pharma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, in July, I went home, I, I did the mesalamine. I did the steroid enemas, I followed my doctor's advice to a T and my symptoms improved a little bit. And then I started going backwards. And that is the case for most of the IBD patients that I have talked to. Um, You basically get thrown from med to med to med. So at that point, I was like, you know what, I was doing better on my own. I was doing better treat out the drugs. So I stopped the drugs. Uh, went through kind of like detox from the drugs. So I did get a little bit worse there in the beginning. And then it's only improved since then for me. Um,
0: and you've continued to make changes in your diet and your supplements and, and overall health. Uh, yeah. But since then as well. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I've added supplements that medical medium has recommended. I've added supplements on my own based on my own research that I've done. Sure. Uh, I have continuously worked on my diet, changed things, worked on detoxing my body because that's huge with IBD. Um, and yeah, basically, I'm, I'm just I'm still healing. I'm probably 75 percent better than I was when I first got sick. I did lose about a hundred pounds, um, pretty fast within about six months. You know, my my colon wasn't able to absorb what it could because the lining of my colon was was not in great shape. Um, and yeah, here here I am today. <laughs> Basically, I I know that going down the rabbit hole and finding answers to health issues that your doctor can't help you with because they don't know any better. I know what that's like and I want to help others that are on the same journey that have questions and I know I have information that I've learned over the last 2 years that maybe I can share with others and 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 help them along the way too. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I think um you know, I think that's kind of where we're both at too. Um so I I have heard uh autumn story along the way because we've actually been friends since the third grade um so mm-hmm. we, we know a, a lot <laughs> about each other uh, possibly more than any other person <laughs> on the planet uh, possibly even more than our husbands i don't know <laughs> um so yeah so i i know her journey and i think it is um important that other people that are possibly going through that um know that they're not alone but um you know, I think we all have that reason. Like that kind of brings us to, like I said, those big changes. Like for me, so uh, I I started out in um, 2007, going to LPN school, graduated. I worked as an LPN um, while I was taking uh, general education classes and prerequisites for my RN. I got my ADN. Um, that was in, man, I can't even remember. I think I had been, I'd been in LPN for over a decade. By the time I got my ADN, I had to stop because of having children and moving and just life and stuff. And then, um, whenever COVID hit, um, I had just given birth to our second daughter and went back to work from my maternity leave. And then like, boom, COVID was upon us. Like I was a newborn, had a child in school, um, was trying to, uh, breastfeed and pump at work and had all of these restrictions. And it was like, whoa. And then I decided that was a really good idea to go back to school and get my bachelor's degree in nursing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because it's Stacy. She takes yeah. on everything, man. <laughs> yes.
0: So I did that it was a huge accomplishment. It was something that I definitely, um, had hoped to do like from the time I started nursing school so it's so great. Um I vowed after that that I would never um, go back to school again. Um <laughs> but, but I actually am in the spring or possibly in the fall I haven't quite decided my timeline. I'm going to be yeah. I'm going to be taking um certifications for becoming a nurse co- health coach as well as a holistic nurse coach and I will be board certified for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. And then she'll go to school again. promise
0: <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> my husband, this was it. This is it. So um, but yeah, so I you know, growing up, like I was raised on a farm, we raised a lot of our own food. It was something that was really ingrained in me. And it, it was just, you know, I knew from a young age that like I felt better whenever I ate that way. Um, you know, but yeah, like, you get in college, you're a young adult, like and then you just you kind of spiral like. I used to be a smoker, you know, I ate fast food. I did all of the things that just weren't good for me. And I know that that doesn't make me feel good. Um,
1: So uh, (laughs) yes, yeah, yeah. We did most of them together. Um, So, partying, you name it. We did all of it, man. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes. So, you know, I think it's just, you know, once you get older and, and definitely once you start having children, like you want to show them a better way. And my second daughter has an extremely rare skin condition. Um, Actually, it's so rare we don't have an official diagnosis. And um, so that has been really eye-opening. Definitely led me to make even bigger changes in our life um, from, you know, reducing the amount of processed foods, um, definitely trying to eliminate all toxins and preservatives Um, not only what we take in, but also what we use in our household and stuff too. So, um, you know, and, and to go along with that, uh, you know, medication is a drug, it's a chemical, that's things that we don't rely on in our household. Whenever somebody gets sick or has a problem, it's not the first line of defense. Uh, I mean, we talk about big pharma and we talk about, you know, Western medicine and stuff to be clear. There is definitely a time and a place for that.
1: Um, for sure emergency medicine. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If, if you you break your leg, we don't want you
0: to rub rosemary on it. You need to go to the ER.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you have a heart attack, if you have a stroke, any emergency medicine, that's where Western medicine steps in. And it's, it's the best preventative. It's just, it's not preventative. It's very lacking. Very,
0: Yeah. And that's part of the reason why I felt so strongly about getting my certifications for holistic and nurse uh, health coach, because it does embrace that preventative health model versus the reactive one that we're currently in. Um, And, and I think that like Autumn said, like diet is so huge. Like even if you don't have a GI issue, chronic illness, whatever, it is so, so important in our day-to-day life to prevent illnesses, to prevent uh, even just common illnesses, not only chronic ones. Um,
1: and it's we need so to do much, better. It's so much easier to prevent something than to reverse it. Like, yes. take, that, take that away from my story. Like, if I would have started what I'm doing now, year you know, disease takes years to build up in the body before it finally exhibits you know, symptoms, um, typically, not everything, but typically, and um, preventative medicine is, is where I think the model needs to go, because preventing something versus trying to reverse it is way easier. Agreed. 100%. Yes. Um, Health is right. Health is wealth. Like if you don't, if you don't have your health, (laughs) nothing else matters. Like, you know, when I when I I got sick. I literally, I was at the top of where I was, wanted to be in my career. I lost my job. Financially, we took a, a hard hit, like just everything. Pretty much the rug was ripped out from underneath of me. So, you know, it. it if, if we can get someone to preventatively change the course of their health versus trying to reverse it, that's kind of what our goal is, right? Yes,
0: yes, 100%. Yeah don't get to the point where you have to make the changes before you start to make them for sure. Know that you can have a better outcome in the long run. Um, if if you make those changes before there's a problem for sure. And I mean, that's really where my family's at. You know, like if we, if we choose to eat something that isn't that we know, isn't good for us, like we may feel a little, eh, but um, it's not earth shattering for autumn. It is. Um mm-hmm you know, and, and that's a perfect example of what we're talking about. For me, I'm trying to prevent anything for me and my children and my husband for autumn, she's reacting. So now she's having to, um, get those, um, prevent any further illness, but also do at the same time, try to treat the one that's going on. So, so, I mean, we're, we're definitely on both sides of the spectrum that you can see, Mm -hmm. you know, what the better option is prevent it before it happens. Don't wait until you're there and then have to make the change.
1: But if you you do wait and you're at the position or in a position that I am, know that you can heal, know that you can reverse it. And it's not like, oh, my God, my life is over because that's where I was. Your life isn't over. You can reverse the damage. Your body is amazing. Your body can heal. So don't be discouraged when we talk about, you know, prevent, prevent, prevent. Yes, absolutely. And I
0: think, too, it's important to know. That mother nature has given us so many things that, uh, you know, like we were made from dirt, right? So like we are so in tune with the earth like that and people don't realize that. So whenever you're talking about something that's manufactured or man-made or uh, synthetic, those things are automatically at a disadvantage for us because they're not in tune with us as people. Um, You know, and I think that that's, that's a huge thing too, is like, and like you said, health is wealth. Uh, One of the things that my mother has always said my entire life is if you don't spend it in the grocery store, you're going to spend it at the doctor's office. And that is so
1: true. I can show you my medical bills. (laughs) (laughs) That is beyond true. Yes. And me and my husband, you know, before we were Hesitant to spend any kind of money on supplements or even healthy food. We were just like, oh my God, it's too expensive. Like, this hamburger helper is cheaper than buying, you know, a whole kit to make a salad at home. Um, now, honestly, like, we don- we're like, you know what? This is our medicine. This is what we need to do. Let's arrange our budget different so that yes. we can supply our bodies the medicine that it needs.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And that is exactly that's exactly our mindset in our household as well. Um, yeah and and my husband uh, it was definitely a change for him because he was raised differently as far as like eating habits and things like that. And he very quickly came around, you know whenever first of all whenever he tasted the food um, because I I'm a cook. I cook, I love to cook, I'm good at cooking. Um, we love simple meals, but they're very healthy and nutritious. And he loved that way of of eating. Um, so yeah, he's definitely come on board with that as well. Um, with the uh, like, you know, he doesn't he doesn't uh, his heart doesn't skip a beat whenever he sees the grocery bill quite as much now as it used to. <laughs> yep.
1: um, and and quite frankly, look at all of us, this generation and before none of us were taught to take care of our bodies. Not typically some people were, but you know, we, we are the generation of fast food and fast paced life and fast food and, and easy man-made stuff was easier to make, um, easier to feed the family on the go constantly. And it just, unfortunately that does not promote health.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It really, it really, um, said, uh pun intended there the <laughs> sickness model that we've been talking about like it it absolutely embraced that and and uh, enhanced it um not in a good way it 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 definitely made it more so so yeah no i think that that's absolutely true but so we have uh we're going to wrap up here um so i hope you guys have enjoyed hearing our stories and um hopefully you will join us next week for our next podcast um we uh go look up the Honest Holistic Truth on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, we have a private group. We also have uh, a page there. Um, our website is coming soon. And um, we are so excited to keep putting out podcasts for you guys. If you have a, um, podcast topic, that you'd like us to discuss, uh, shoot us an email at the honest holistic truth at gmail.com. And we would be more than happy, um, to explore that. So yeah, I hope this has been beneficial for you guys and that you continue to join us.
1: Yeah. Thank you.